think about it. The rest of the time we were busy. And I just wanted to take a walk by myself. I didn't want to be with anybody. And I was walking through Midtown Manhattan, and I walked into a church for the wrong reasons. My intent was to tell God how angry I was with him. And I walked in, looked around. Of course, I didn't say any of this verbally. I'm thinking this and thought, as I stepped in the church, it, it turned out to be a Catholic church, and you know, I still don't remember the name of it or where it was, but my thought was that, God, I don't know where you were, but you weren't here. You must have been somewhere else in the billions of galaxies, and you weren't here. And I looked at the people that were praying in uh, the pews, and my first thought was, who are you praying to? There's there's no one listening. Now, I will say in fairness to the church, I realized later that everyone in New York was in a funk. Whether you worked the pile, whether you were a responder or a New Yorker that were there, we were all in various ways just in the days with this, and the church did provide comfort and peace to lots of people. But I decided to start looking at studying God a little more. I wasn't a Unitarian then. I grew up in the Methodist Church in Miami, and I had always been exposed to the loving God. Those of you that grew up in a Protestant upbringing probably thought about that. But I started reading a little more and questioning a little more. And I do plead guilty to cherry-picking my data and my sources because I started reading things by secular scholars and so forth to just look in the Bible and study God a little more. And where it became very interesting was all those stories I heard growing up, yes, there was a loving God. But very early, I read a little deeper, and very early in Genesis, you start seeing about, yes, God created us, God creates Adam. All of a sudden, God doesn't understand Adam. So we see the creator of billions of galaxies and billions of planets being perplexed. So here comes Eve, and you've all heard the story. And by the way, early in Genesis, we're charged with the mastery of the earth. It's been left to us. But yet, we read that um, we can't take, we, meaning Adam and Eve, can't take the fruit of knowledge, can't, can't, be knowledgeable, but you're the master of the earth. So again, you start seeing some contradictions. Then you read about, of course, the, the famous story where Eve frequently walks with a serpent and has conversations, and the forbidden fruit is hanging out there. The serpent talks Eve into partaking of the forbidden fruit. So all of a sudden, we see women being set up forever as the downfall of men. So guys, we can't claim it ourselves. You know, the women did it. And the serpent, by the way, is condemned forever and ever to crawl on the ground and never speak again. And there seems to be story after story of this where when you peel a little below the surface, you start seeing a very different God in a lot of ways. So we do see the loving creator, and we see the destroyer. A couple other little stories that I just 
never looked into much as a kid. You know, the wonderful story of here's Moses floating in a basket. And Moses gets saved. And, of course, Moses is going to pass on the word of God after getting it from a burning bush and so forth. But what's glossed over is the fact that the reason Moses had to float in a basket was every Israel, Israelite infant was slain by the Egyptians. Later, we find out that it was caused somewhat by the idea that God uh, provided extreme, what I say, extreme fertility uh, for the Israelites. And what happened? They had too many kids, and the Egyptians slayed them. And we could go on and on. Uh, an, another quick story was the story of Noah. That uh, here's a very pious Noah. We've all heard that story, and the only person on earth that seemed to um, not have displeased God. So what happens with Noah? Great story. Gets on the boat and so forth. You've heard it. Well, here's the other point. The whole earth, except for Noah, everyone is flooded. The mount, interesting flood, by the way, seeing as how the mountains of Tibet at 20,000 feet got flooded, as well as New Orleans. There wasn't in New Orleans then, but you, you get the point. So it's just another story to look into. So where am I going with this? What's the point? Well, I've narrowed this down to three perspectives. There could be thousands of perspectives, but I'm lazy, so I picked three. It's a more manageable number. And I'm still studying this, but my first point is that I looked at, okay, we've been told and there's agreement that we have monotheism, one God. Uh, that's a secular agreement. It's an academic agreement and certainly within theology. What I have started to look at is if there is one God, we have a God that is emotionally and psychologically all over the map. If that sounds blasphemous to you, read it. Any book in the Old Testament and the New for that matter, and it's there. Well, maybe there's another explanation. This one's a little radical, but perhaps there's more than one God. So really, we're back to polytheism. It almost makes more sense. So in other words, we have, I don't know, 10 gods, 15 gods, 20 of them. That might be another perspective. The third perspective I'm looking at is the fact that perhaps it's mythology. It's classic mythology with all the patterns that have been so aptly explained by Joseph Campbell. And I'm still looking. I'm still in that journey. I'm still studying. Candidly, I lean toward the mythology explanation. And I might say, or I'd like to add, that mythology is not uh, a weak position. Mythology has a lot of power, a lot of strength, and may help us save some of the ideas, or not save, but understand some of the tough concepts that we're looking at. So I want to close by thanking you because some of the things I said in all candor uh, aren't things I think I would have been able to say in any other congregation in this area. So thanks for listening. I didn't see any eyeball rolling and no one fell asleep. So thank you again.